Hi everyone, we're Gabby, Karim, and Jules, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Last season, we took you behind the scenes of some of our mock MMI stations. So we've talked about the GAMSA and we've talked about the interview. So now on to the next step. This season, we're talking all things getting ready for med school. We will be running you through what a day in the life of a medical student looks like, what study techniques to know about, what your career is going to look like, and much more. So So stay stay tuned tuned and get get ready to get get med ready. Hello to all of our lovely listeners and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, Karim, Jules and I sit down and have a chat to Kieran. Kieran is a medical student at Monash University who chose to study medicine through the undergraduate pathway. We thought it'd be great to sit down and have a chat to her about what it's like in the undergraduate pathway, as well as what a day in the life looks like as a medical student at Monash and any other study tips and tricks she's learned along the way. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And before we get started, I'll start with an acknowledgement of country. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which I am recording this episode today. That is the Wurundjeri land of the Kulin Nations. I would also like to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging and pay that forward to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening today. Thank you. Enjoy. Yeah, so my name's Kieran. I'm a third year medical student at Monash Uni and I'm just doing the undergraduate program. Lovely. Thank you. Um, And can you tell us a little bit about your medical journey so far? What inspired you to want to pursue being a doctor and how you got in? Yeah, so I obviously got into the undergraduate pathway. So I was probably a little naive choosing to go down this path in high school. And I won't lie, I actually didn't know a lot about the career or what it really entails. I really learned that after signing up for it. Um, And I guess I signed up for it for probably a lot of the cliche reasons, like I enjoyed, I liked that it was a service industry and you get to help people and interact with them, as well as like the intellectual aspect, like you're figuring something out, you're trying to get to the diagnosis with all these clues you get. Um, that really appealed to me as well. But yeah, in terms of how I got in, I was in high school and I just got a good ATAR at that time and was able to wing the UMAT, which is an interesting test you have to do, but it's now called the UCAT and got an interview at Monash. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like really crazy that, you know, you've been, you just did it straight out of high school. Like I'm honestly amazed because when I finished high school, I just had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. So I'm just so impressed by your discipline so early on. And I guess kind of going off what you were saying about like how you felt like you were a bit maybe naive going in, do you feel like it kind of like your experience in med school was a bit different to what you expected going in? Um, I feel like it was definitely different to what I expected. I probably didn't have enough expectations or do enough research about the course or about what it would be like. Um, I think I just assumed it would be similar to high school and you would just be learning stuff, but it ended up being quite, different um yeah so my name's Kieran I'm a third year medical student at Monash Uni and I'm just doing the undergraduate program lovely thank you um and can you tell us a little bit about your medical journey so far what inspired you to want to pursue being a doctor and how you got in yeah so I obviously got into the undergraduate pathway so I was probably a little naive 
choosing to go down this path in high school. And I won't lie, I actually didn't know a lot about the career or what it really entails. I really learned that after signing up for it. Um, and I guess I signed up for it for probably a lot of the cliche reasons. Like I enjoyed, I liked that it was a service industry and you get to help people and interact with them as well as like the intellectual aspect, like you're figuring something out, you're trying to get to the diagnosis with all these clues you get. Um, that really appealed to me as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of how I got in, I was in high school and I just got a good ATAR at that time and was able to wing the UMAT, which is an interesting test you have to do, but it's now called the UCAT and got an interview at Monash. In what ways was it different to what you expected? I guess like the first thing for me, because I went straight from high school, I didn't have an undergraduate degree and I think I'll I'd never done a university course before, obviously, but the content is super memorization heavy. I think at um, high school, a lot of the VC subjects that are marked higher or that high achieving students tend to do are quite like application based or you learn a skill. There isn't like heavy content. So going into uni, it was just so much memorization content. And the amount of content you learn is just so much more than in high school, which is the same across most degrees. I believe it was just the double whammy of doing medicine and the uni degree. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I definitely didn't realize how much is just rote learning, especially in year one and two, because what really drew me to the course was like the problem solving aspect and figuring things out and thinking, but really you have to do so much groundwork, just all this memorization before you can even get to that level. So that's something I would definitely warn myself. Yeah. And I suppose it must have been really, really difficult doing that transition to, um, you know, having to rote learn things. So what do you think were some of the things that really helped you make that transition? Um, I guess, little disclaimer, I'm a terrible rote learner and honestly, I'm still struggling with this today, three years into this degree. But um, a few things that have helped me is like, simple time management and keeping up with the content so if you do it little by little for me I found that better than having to cram in the few weeks before the exam um the other thing is working with others like when you're quizzing each other or when you're studying with other people it just makes it 10 times easier especially when you're verbalizing what you've learned it just really sinks in rather than just typing or writing and re-explaining to your friends also helps um I know everyone uses Anki do you guys have, have your as well, the Anki cult I've never used it um because I don't like typing in things and reading repetitively I prefer like drawing diagrams or like other things like that tend to work for me because I'm not so good at just memorizing easily mm. We actually have an episode on our podcast about study tips um, and we all study very differently. Karim is an avid ankier. Um, <laughs> He's part of the cult for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're not so much Jules and I, we do other things. <laughs> but what advice would you um, provide for students entering um, med next year? Um, how can they get prepared for all the content? What study techniques do they need to know about or resources do they need to know about before studying? before studying so if you're studying I obviously did undergrad which I feel like is a little bit more relaxed because you have that one foundation year over two years um so 
I would really advise people going into year one and two at Monash to relax a little bit and actually have a lot of fun because you actually do have like a lot of time off because it's only two 12-week semesters. In terms of like prep in the summer before med school starts, I don't think any is necessary because they don't even tell you what you're going to learn. Everything is very last minute. If you go to uni, you won't even know what you're doing or get your timetable until like a week before. But some people have to do the biology bridging course. I had to do that as well. Yeah, so that's kind of the opposite of study advice if you're doing undergrad. But um, I would definitely recommend getting onto past year's resources. They were a lifesaver. So going to admonish, they're called PSPs, where the older year level teaches you content. Um, if you can get onto those Google Drives or notes and question banks, that will be the lifesaver for you getting through year one and two content made by the older year levels. Mm, yeah, I can definitely relate to that as well. Um, we have sort of similar things at Melbourne so I'm pretty sure it's like across most unis there is that I think that's one of the really great things about studying med is there's such a culture of like older students helping sort of younger students like we have peer tutoring and we also have like lots of notes circulating around which has been really great um I guess sort of going off a little bit going off that like how would you say during you know your first two years I think this year is a bit hard to judge because it's obviously all been little bit disrupted by COVID but before that like what was sort of a typical day like for you in med? Yeah so um, the way like Monash undergrad is structured is the first two years are pre-clinical years at uni and you learn all your foundations sciences and anatomy and then the next three years are in placement. So in terms of your pre-clinical years the typical day is probably quite similar to any other uni student who's doing science or biomed or engineering. Um, you'd come into uni on campus. We have lectures. Um, we would have around six hours of lectures a week. Um, and you just sit and listen to those. And then we'd have two lots of anatomy a week where you're in the labs and you get to do dissections with cadavers. Um, then we'd have odd labs here and there like we had some microbiology labs or a physiology labs and you get to put wires on people or go on exercise bikes and things like that as well as your clinical skills tutorials which would be learning how to do actual clinical skills like examine a shoulder joint or take a good history from a patient um and I guess the last category of class you would have in your preclinical years is like a I think it was called PBL, problem-based learning, or maybe it was called ICL. I think they changed the name in our year level. But basically that one kind of puts together what you've learned that week because it's on Friday in a problem-based setting and it's meant to be like a real-life setting, like it's meant to be based on a patient. So the patient comes in and they have a headache and then you would kind of consolidate everything you've been learning about the head that week. Um, so, yeah, I feel like in terms of contact hours, at Monash, it would be like 16 to 20 hours a week, which is okay. I feel like it gives you time to have a part-time job or to go to all the uni events and things that are on. Well, sort of tying into that, because it sounds like it's, you know, quite busy in undergrad. It sounds like you're learning quite a bit. And there's a bit of a transition from um, high school to uni. How did you feel you handled the workload? Did you feel that it was manageable? How'd you go? 
Um, I would say it's definitely a shock. I don't want to like underplay it. It was definitely a massive step up from year 12. You'll be learning in one week, like four to six weeks worth of a VCE subject worth of content. But I do think you get used to it quite quickly. I don't know if you guys found that because everything is moving at the same pace and then your study skills just increase a lot and you're able to take it in a lot. I found you also have like a lot more freedom than in high school. So you have a lot more time in your day. Your day isn't as structured. We used to have massive breaks. So it was good because I lived quite far from Clayton. I was stuck on campus in those massive breaks. So for me, that helped me to be forced to study because I was just stuck on campus. I'm going to study. Um, so you use your days well. Yeah, I think the main thing is being disciplined while you're at uni and in your study breaks. So you actually study and then you can go home and do whatever you want. I found by year two, I'd kind of gotten used to it. So I had like three different part-time jobs I was doing and I found it easy to like fit other stuff in and still enjoy my life to the level I wanted to live it and do all the other stuff I wanted to do. Yeah. I think, yeah, you get used to things eventually, but it is a big jump from high school to uni as you said whatever it is that you're studying it's it's very different to being taught in the traditional classroom environment that you see in high school and and going on from that what advice would you give any students um, in high school or maybe um, doing their undergrad um, wanting to pursue a potential career in medicine um, and how do they know whether or not it's the right path for them yeah this is a really hard one because I definitely did not take good advice, good advice in high school and I kind of just winged everything. Um, I guess my key piece of advice would be to get real life stories from real people about what it's actually like. Um, Monash websites are all fake and anything. <laughs> not that it's fake, but it's not um, personalised to you. And if you can actually talk to someone um, face-to-face or on email or in comments and they can respond to your personal questions that's just so much better so I would recommend going to the Monash open day finding an actual med student in the med building because that's where they are and asking them because they come there on that day to answer questions ask them all the questions you have that's what I did when I was in year 12 because then they can actually cater their question to you and try and ask a bunch of different people There's also heaps of vlogs on the internet from Monash. I used to watch them when I was in high school and it actually shows kind of what the classrooms look like and what they're actually doing. So you can kind of understand it a bit more. And if you know anyone in your family or your friends who are doctors, it's really good to actually hear what they think the career is like, because once again, the career is like yet again, quite different to the actual course. Absolutely. Yeah, totally agree with that one. So I was going to ask, um, what do you think was sort of the most challenging thing for you about med school or about, you know, your studies so far? I feel like definitely motivation and like self-regulation because in medical school, everything is self-taught. All your classes, you have to come basically knowing the content already and the classes kind of build off that or ask questions of the content or you have to look at specimens and you have to already know what artery or what muscle you're looking at. So you need like a lot of self-discipline if you want to get the most out of the classes. I definitely rocked up to quite a few classes 
not having done any pre-work and then you kind of just waste your time. You're like, why am I here? I don't even understand anything that's going on. So I definitely found that the most challenging because it's a completely different structure to high school where you kind of learn it and then do homework after. This is more like learn it at home and then come and apply it and extend your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. It is really that active learning, um, which will hopefully mean that the the learnings do stay in your brain a little longer than passive learning. Um, But in saying that, you've sort of spoken about the struggles of adapting to the study and workload, but what was it like um, and what is it still like for you emotionally um, and socially and and everything else apart from the study with med school? Yep. Um, Definitely socially, it's really good. I know you guys will probably have the same thing. The cohort is kind of really small, so you get to know everyone. Um, at Monash, even more, you have group A and group B for all your classes, so it's kind of the cohort is divided in half, so there's even less people. Um, med Medicine also has heaps of social events. I feel like they have some of the most out of any of the other faculties, so there's heaps of stuff to go to. I feel like I was never bored because there was always something happening. Um yeah, and despite the workload, I still feel like there's a lot of time to go out and meet friends. Mm. I feel like that's one of the best things about medicine. You meet a lot of like-minded people and you form really close, strong friendships that I feel like will last the rest of my life. Mm. Absolutely, totally agree. And it can definitely take some time to figure that out. Um, there's no perfect formula, I don't think. It's different for everyone. Um, and every uni as well has different requirements and and what they expect from you. Um, and that was definitely different this year, I think, for most universities around the world um, and in Australia and in Victoria here, um, mm-hmm. transitioning to an online sort of platform, which may be the case for students starting med next year as well. Um, so do you have any specific advice for them around that? Um, and how did you find learning online? I found learning online quite difficult this year. Um, I've started my third year this year, which was our first year on placement. So we had about six year, six weeks, sorry, of full-time placement before we got taken off for almost the entire year. So a year that was supposed to be really practical, hands-on, learning through experience and just seeing people talk about the drugs all the time. That's how I would learn the drugs or seeing people with the actual symptoms and signs in front of me. That's how I would learn them. Instead became looking pictures on your laptop and read through textbooks and read through websites, which for me was just like the hardest way to learn. I really struggle with book learning as opposed to hands-on learning or actually talking to real people. So for me, I really struggle with that. I probably don't have the best advice of how to overcome that, but what really helped me Halfway through the year, a friend and I started studying together online and started um, pretending to be patients for each other. And that really helped just to like consolidate all the conditions because learning from a book was just the worst thing ever. But you can fake your own patient interactions if you're Mm -hmm. stuck doing one of your clinical years online with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Year one and two online would kind of be similar to what it was actually like except you would miss all your labs and everything which would kind of be really difficult to learn all the anatomy mm-hmm. especially if you're starting uni I can't imagine how difficult it would be to make friends because studying with friends is one of the best ways to study I'm not sure how you guys met everyone that's so impressive 
Yeah, absolutely. We agree because we're friends. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can sense the chemistry you guys have. It's incredible. <laughs> Hopefully for a long time. <laughs> I was going to say, we actually had a podcast about making friends in med school just because... We're a little bit worried for the students starting next year who might be starting online. And so we sort of talked about how, you know, we encourage students to go to everything, go to Zoom events, that sort of thing, even mm-hmm. though it does seem a little bit weird socialising online, you still do get some sort of benefit out of it. Um, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was definitely a different year than what we were all expecting, but you do adapt to it. And I think that's a part of being a med student is that you sort of adapt to the circumstances that you're in um, and it's definitely an attribute that's in most students that I know for sure but I think you mentioned that you sort of get a lot of questions to your YouTube channel do you mind sharing with us what some of those might be yeah so a lot of them we've kind of answered here because they're just the generic questions people always want to know I think the main one we get is um a little bit about workload hours, what it's actually like. Um, do you have time for part-time work? Another one is about making friends and the social aspects. Um, we also get a lot of questions about just entering into medicine. A lot of people ask, are co-curricular activities important or your resume and things like that? Mm. And for most unis, it's just based off UCAT, GAMSAT, than an ATAR or a GPA and then an interview. So none of those things really are required for most unis. Um, And a lot of questions about UCAT preparation courses or GAMSAT courses and if if we recommend them. All the really burning questions that every student wants to know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Highlight is a great GAMSAT tutoring company, if anyone's wondering. (laughs) If we don't say so ourselves. (laughs) So I think the biggest difference um, between um, our journey and your journey is obviously that you did it in undergrad rather than graduate medical pathway. Do you think there is any major sort of stigma associated with doing med school as an undergraduate compared to a graduate or does that not really exist? I guess I don't really think so because I'm doing an undergraduate degree and um in our third year the postgraduate students join our cohort Mm. cohort um if that makes sense and I feel like we're all kind of seen as equals now I think soon I won't be able to tell who's postgraduate and undergraduate anymore and I definitely think at an intern level no one will know if you're postgraduate or undergraduate Mm. and everyone gets along yeah everyone blends into one another everyone's just struggling through together <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is in the same chaotic stormy boat just rocking in the ocean trying to make sure that you manage that hole at the bottom and not let too much water come in yeah. <laughs> but it isn't all doom and gloom people listening med school is good so don't worry <laughs> putting anyone off we were all doing it and we're staying in it so it must be okay yeah. I guess going on a bit of a like completely separate thing now um 
what would you say are some of your, I guess, aspirations or like career goals for the future? Like, do you know if you like want to work clinically or like what kind of a doctor you want to be or whether you want to do more YouTube in the future, all that kind of stuff? <laughs> um, definitely want to work clinically. Don't see the YouTube particularly um, being as fulfilling as working as a doctor, I think. Um, yeah, from what I've seen of the career, I've never actually worked as a doctor. It seems like an incredible job, um, just something like really amazing and unlike any other job um, and definitely something that like suits me personally and what my interests are. Um, with the lack of clinical experience I had this year, I honestly have no idea which specialty. I've narrowed it down to not surgery. <laughs> is <laughs> probably too close-minded at this point but not surgery I'm remaining close-minded but staying open-minded to any other more clinical specialty um yeah lovely yes lots of people are either pro-surgery or no surgery <laughs> yeah. <in> between. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well thank you for that are there any last minute questions from career modules I think that's it. I think you said everything we wanted to ask. Yeah. So thank you for joining us today, Kieran. Um, we will pop all of your information in the show notes below. But if the listeners did want to check out your YouTube ch channel, where can they find it? <laughs> so our channel is called At Your Cervix. And I think we just search At Your Cervix into YouTube. It will come up or Monash Med Vlogs will probably come up watch our videos they're silly but fun perfect thank you so much for joining us today kieran i hope the listeners got something out of it today i sh sure did and um really enjoyed having a chat to you thanks for being so honest and letting us all know what it's really like uh being a medical student at Monash <laughs> on the undergrad thank pathway you. thanks for having me <laughs> thank you bye bye Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.